Hey everyone, uh, I just want to take a moment to share something that I that that's near and dear to my heart. Something that I've come to realize is so important for me. I know that during this whole COVID season and all the challenges we've been facing as pastors, that, that for a lot of us, man, our time is being occupied with you know helping people, encouraging people, Zoom calls, phone calls, and on. Um, but I think it's important for all of us to remember um, to keep our hearts uh, aligned with the heartbeat of God. And how important it is for you and I to make sure that we're slipping away to spend time with God so that our hearts stay with, in rhythm with His. I use the term rhythm because in my second year as a lead pastor, I was diagnosed with a heart condition called myocarditis. This condition led to arrhythmias or irregular heart rhythms. At first, I didn't understand everything about my condition or, or, or even how my heart worked. But what I did know that when my heart was sick and out of rhythm, I felt fatigued, anxious, and irritable. A few years later, the Lord touched my heart and healed me of the severe condition. However, every now and then, my heart experiences brief episodes of arrhythmia. And it's in those moments that I'm reminded of how important it is for the heart to beat in rhythm. In the same way, it's so important for our spiritual hearts to beat with the rhythm of God's heart. Leading in the church, ministering to people, making disciples can be rewarding, but at the same time, it can be draining and lead to spiritual fatigue, especially during a pandemic like the one we're facing in our world today. And it's in moments that, like these that we can lose sight of doing things with the right heart. As a result, we start seeing ministry as a burden and obligation instead of a privilege and a joy. Because we are leaders and we are called to serve those that have been trusted to our care, we have to guard our hearts with all diligence. I use that statement because it's one of my ministry life scriptures. And it's found in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26, where it says, Guard your heart above all else, for it, your heart, determines the course of your life. I have found that, that no place serves best to have our hearts realigned than the place of prayer. Prayer is not only a place of communion with God. It's also a place of reconnecting with the heart of God uh, for the people that we uh, are called to care for, as well as for the people that you and I are called to, pre to reach. Prayer is so important when it comes to our effectiveness as leaders, whether it's leading a church or even just leading our families. I think Jesus modeled this so well for us as he made sure that he broke away regularly from the work of ministry in order to pray. I like what Luke writes in Luke chapter 5, verse 16. He says that Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Another translation says that Jesus often slipped away to the wilderness to pray. I love that term, slip away, because sometimes we as leaders need to slip away from the demands and responsibilities that occupy our minds, as well as the people and the things that demand our time to find a place where we can commune with God and realign our heartbeat with the heartbeat of God. I know that as pastors and spiritual leaders, we all know the importance of prayer, but I just thought it important to just remind us of three reasons why we, like Jesus did, need to make prayer a priority, especially during tough seasons like the ones we're facing with COVID-19. Here's the three. One, we need to hear from God. It was in a place of prayer that Jesus would commune and hear the heart of his Father. As a matter of fact, John wrote it this way, quoted Jesus as saying, I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. Think about it. Every week, people choose to stop and tune into our church services to join us for worship and to hear the word of the Lord preached by us. I think it's important that we be in tune with the heart of God and scripture. 
They need to know that we're not preaching from our own emotions and pain, but that we're preaching with the heartbeat of God, His unadulterated word. The second reason is that you and I as pastors and leaders need to be refreshed. You know, I like to think that as pastors and ministry leaders, people will always be nice towards us. But the reality is that sometimes even the people who talk about how they admire and look up to us today may very well want to defame us tomorrow. And it's in times like those where we face opposition and discouragement that we need to slip away to a place where we can be refreshed and encouraged. And what better place is there than the place of prayer? Luke describes the response of the Pharisees and the scribes after Jesus healed the man with the withered hand in this way. And they were all filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. And then verse 12 says, In these days he went up to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. Even Jesus knew what it was like to deal with these kind of pressures and broke away to pray. Three, people need us to pray. We deal with all kinds of needs and situations. People look to us for counsel, encouragement, and discipleship. They look to us for leadership, direction, and empowerment. Many times we are even called to walk with people through pain, suffering, and even death. Ministry without prayer can be draining, and many times it's ineffective. Matthew describes one such event of a father who brought his son, who was demon-possessed, to the disciples of Jesus and wanted them to deliver him. But they couldn't cast the demon out. And after Jesus showed up and cast a demon out of, the disciple, out of the, that boy, the disciples asked Jesus privately, Lord, why, couldn't, why weren't we effective? And you know what Jesus' response to him was? Mark writes this in Mark 9, 29. And he said to them, this kind cannot be driven out except by prayer and fasting. Our people need us to be leaders of the word and prayer. As leaders, we are all wired differently when it comes to how to pray. Sometimes we like to pray walking back and forth. Others like to kneel, and yet others enjoy walking out in nature while they talk to God. I think our styles and forms of prayer are not as important as making sure that we slip away and commune with God to listen to His heart. Remember, making disciples and ministering to people requires that our hearts are beating with the heart of God, a heart that loves like Jesus loved and serves like Jesus served. A heart that ministers because it wants to and not because it has to. This kind of heartbeat will always be found in a place of prayer. And I want to remind you that we need to learn to slip away and pray. Slip away. Let go of some of the things we're holding on to, some of the things we think are very important or more important than anything else like even just sermon prep or strategizing and planning with our team, sometimes we need to let those things slip away for the moment so that we can go and be in prayer with God. My heart's desire for you, for our leadership, even for my own life, is that we would learn to not be too busy to not pray. Let's learn to slip away and pray. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God make his light to shine upon you. I so appreciate MFI and so appreciate my family. God bless you all. Enjoy the rest of your day.